0: Tickets go on sale this Friday, the 26th of April at 10 a.m., but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday, the 24th of April at 10 a.m. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods
0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. I actually can't believe that I'm introducing today's guest because... She is an idol. Well, she's one of my idols growing up. So much of my teen years was spent listening to her solo albums, actually. And my art GCSE was spent listening to Scream If You Want To Go Faster on repeat. The only time it was off is when I passed it to my now husband to listen to. That's the only time it was off. She's obviously inspired so many people across her career. Starting in the mainstream, I guess, with the Spice Girls, but now she's continuing that with fiction. And her first bit of fiction is out now. I think by the time this podcast is going out, Rosie Frost and the Falcon Queen. It is amazing. I loved it. She has two children, Bluebird and Monty. She's stepmum to Olivia. It's Jerry
2: Halliwell Horner. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you in the studio. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. And just for anybody that has never met this wonderful woman in person, she's gorgeous. I'm like, wow, <laughs> these sparkling eyes. You know, something you can... You I don't know if you that. can now that I've you totally can, No, girl. you can feel that down the line on a podcast, but mm. no, it's lovely. So I it's have it's ta- a pleasure to be here, thank you. I told myself on the way in, rain it in, don't fangirl. And mm. now your introduction is a big fan girl. I under. love it. Do you know what? I really like it when other females are complimentary and supportive You know of each other. I find it more of a compliment. Do you? Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, when you get dressed and sometimes you might wear something and Maybe your husband or this is stereotyping, but might not really appreciate. Notice at all. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, he's only going to like that bodycon thing. That's what <laughs> he's going to get. But, you know, when you wear something pretty that's sort of or something a bit different and the other girl notices. Yeah. And goes, oh, I like that. I find it really affirming. Nice, I, yeah, like I like that. Yeah, I like that. So I, like I always try and say, if I see some, I don't know, the other way around, I think it's all good all round, right? Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I've spent the whole week reading. You've read it? I've read oh, it! Wow, thank you so much.
0: It's so good! I would say, this is how I would sell it, it's historical fiction that's a mixture of Harry Potter and The Hunger Games. That's how I wow. got it in my head. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I love her, oh. I love it, I love the fact it kind of celebrates all your qualities as well, but through fiction, like all the things that bring you power, Yeah, I feel her in it. But at no point was I reading
2: it going, oh, it's Jerry." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I fully was invested with Rosie Frost. I'm so happy. To the readers listening, you know, knowing that, gee, she writes books, and to have a, when you write a book and they give you feedback... It's so nice. Mm. It's like, wow, it's like having a baby, actually. Well,
0: it's nerve-wracking as well, because yeah. you've been working on it for eight years. Yeah. So to
2: suddenly have that work out there... Yeah. So it's a baby that you've grown for a very long time. Yes, and so, yes, yeah, to put her out in the world and see if people respond to her.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: like, it's so nice. I'm so thrilled, like
0: you. I feel like we've been waiting for a new world to open up in that space. And I Well, feel like uh, it's one of
2: the reasons why I did it, because I wrote children's book before, mm-hmm. Eugenia Lavender, yeah. and I get. I looked for a gap in the market. I thought, well, you've got flower fairies over there and you've got horrid Henry. Where's something that we can all respond to, yeah. you know? There's a grey area. And then I went to, this is a name drop, Christopher Little, who discovered Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, JK. Yeah. Right. And I said to him, be my agent. He said, yeah. And then I said, I've got an idea for, shall I age her up? And he said, no, start again. (laughs) I was like, okay. And because I wanted to sort of grow up and write a proper long novel. But I really felt just what you've just said, that the world needs a new hero. Yeah. And I think a hero of today is ordinary and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. That's not perfect. It's not alpha. Yeah. You know, that she does cry and she does have all those issues that we can all relate to. I thought, I wonder if I can create a a hero that finds the courage you never knew you had. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's more inspiring and relatable. Yes. But I love the way you said there are challenges like Hunger Games in it that are quite gritty and treacherous. And I would say if there's any comparison to Harry Potter, I thought, okay, Harry Potter, you know, that's amazing and gorgeous. But I felt, okay, perhaps it's about the magic is from within, you know, your courage, your heart. That's a different kind of magic. I was wondering if that's for now. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I also love the way that you sort of delve into those feelings of overwhelm that I think so many kids are facing now. And to see that in fiction, I think so many people are going to be able to relate to it.
2: I kept on asking myself, why am I doing this? Right. And one of the things, you know, I don't know about you, myself or anyone listening. is like sometimes I felt like I don't belong. And sometimes I felt bullied mm-hmm. in any area of my life, no matter how old I am. Because this is for any age I try to well, do it. I,
0: I literally, I lost it for five minutes the other night. I couldn't find it. And I was frantic. And only in those five minutes did I realise how much it meant to me. That oh, that's so nice.
2: It. Yeah. So I wrote this for anyone that feels they want to find their power. Mm-hmm. And because I used to find connector stories or music. Yeah. And it would uplift me. That was, mm-hmm. I. Said, that's why I'm doing it. Of course, it's... Like fun and full of adventure, but there's a little bit of vegetables in the chocolate. Basically, I like that <laughs> vegetables in the chocolate. Yeah, hide it. Yeah, because no one wants to feel like they're being. I don't know. I think we're spiritually hungry. Yeah, but we don't we don't realise we are. Yeah, our attention needs like constant stimulation. Mm-hmm. So I try to write a book that's for the reluctant reader as well. But then also, if you're curious and you like facts, it's in there too. If you want it, yeah if you like a bit of history and conservation? It made me Google. Did it? Yeah. Did totally What did you did. Google?
0: I Googled Anne Boleyn. I was going back over to like my history
2: classes, like seeing who was what, looking up surnames. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Every, all that bit, all the history bit. Yeah. I would say I've turned the volume up a little bit on yeah. the but the majority of it is real, is true. And the more I unpacked it and did the research, go down a research hole, any writer will know this, the more I was like, oh my God, (laughs) Amberlynn needs redemption. She was shamed for being like almost smart and clever. Can you imagine, right? Okay, any month, because this is for mothers and fathers, all parents, right? Can you imagine, right, if you marry someone and you have a baby girl, okay, and then you're meant to have a boy, you've got to produce an heir, do you have a miscarriage? Mm. Right, She miscarried and it was a baby boy and that was it. She was out and then she got executed, Within six months, I mean that's horrendous, horrendous, and that's why I was sort of really relating to her just as a mother and a child. Absolutely, you grew up not that far from where I live now. You grew up in Watford. That is true. Watford. What was your childhood like? Interesting. I wouldn't say it was perfect. Mm -hmm. I would say you know it had its ups and downs. Yeah, definitely. It was colourful because I went to a very ordinary school. It was called Water de Merton. Doesn't sound like It doesn't, it school. doesn't. So the interesting path I took was that I got picked out of the whole school, two girls to go on to Watford Girls Grammar, which mm-hmm. was amazing. And so that sort of really took me down a different path of education. Was
0: your school before mixed?
2: Yes. And then you went to an all girls And then school. I went to an all girls school. How did that change
0: things within you, do you reckon?
2: I had a brother, so nice. I sort of understood the reality of what male meant. But what I did see was a lot of girls found the the caretaker rather <laughs> handsome, and you think, all right, you know, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I definitely think it's good because it's very encouraging, you know, and I think it endorses the empowerment. Yeah, I tell you what, I did do there was I became charity monitoress. That was a really positive experience, you know, championing something Mm -hmm. at an early age. So I think it was a very good school.
0: Did you ever look ahead to the future and see yourself with a family?
2: My parents divorced. And so that definitely left, how would you say, I didn't have a fairy tale ideal of what it looked like. Yeah. I wanted to find my own autonomy. That wasn't my end game goal, Mm -hmm. if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'd read so many books when I was a child and movies and I'd think, okay, if I get rich and famous doing whatever it is, whether it's pop star, author, you know, movie star, whatever it is, yeah. it would give me that protection, you know, and give me my empowerment back and then I can choose. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't my first thing, although I've always liked the idea of being a mother. Really? Yes, definitely. And yeah. What is it about that
0: that you think you were drawn to? I
2: remember when I was about 29, I felt like I'd outgrown a lot of things. I think you're in no man's land, you're not the ingenue anymore. That sort of teenage bravado has gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and going into the 30s. I think I was a late developer anyway, but I had that sort of maternal longing, but I couldn't quite name it. Yeah. And I didn't know how to express it. It was quite confusing, I think. Yeah. I guess also,
0: I don't know age wise where you were when things like you left the Spice Girls and then your own career. Yeah. But obviously that time would have been very busy. Yeah, I didn't have. Yeah, agree.
2: Well. I wasn't thinking about children. I was thinking about career. But I think I always say to anyone that's around the thirty age, mm. I think there's so much pressure at that. For me, I found it in huge amount of pressure. And being long-
0: a woman in that industry yeah. as well, well you were you asked a lot about whether children were on the cards? It, I don't think men are asked. But I think for women, it's very yeah. It's
2: a natural thing, isn't it? I think particularly, you know, people think, oh, you've got a window of opportunity. Mm. You know, I can say this just from my experience, and everybody's different. You know, I had a baby just naturally at forty-four. So you know, that gives us a little bit of time to. I always. And was your nan forty-nine? Am I right? Yeah, my nana had a baby at (laughs) forty-nine. Yeah, so you know what I mean. I just feel like tranquilo you know it's like we got time but I think it's peer pressure comparison you know in my 30s I think I went to six weddings in a row do you know what I mean everyone's doing it and you think oh my god so I always say that to any girl I meet at 30 I think you have so much time
0: it can be really difficult though when those people around you are getting married or the children start arriving and suddenly yeah it feels like you're actually in a different world to everyone else around you yeah how, where
2: did you get married, tell me?
0: We got married in a place called One Marlebone. So it looks like a church. It's by... <gasps> oh, Grepport I've Street. heard about
2: this place. Yeah, It sounds amazing. It's
0: gorgeous. So it used to be a church, no longer a church. Yeah. However, inside it completely looks like a church. There's oh, the altar gorgeous. And like that. We did everything in there. Oh, that's so absolutely nice. Gorgeous. Did you do
2: frou-frou big? I did. I did. Love old, it. Big old dress. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: But I didn't like dye or anything for my wedding day. I was just like, This is me. I love that. Yeah, feeling... That's inner
2: confidence. Yeah.
0: But also, I didn't want to look back in 10 years at my wedding pictures and go, oh, if only I still look like that. Do you know what I mean? Make it for yourself.
2: Yeah. That's that's
0: so nice and refreshing.
2: Mm, Good for you. We've been
0: married 11 years now. But together,
2: 20 years. To okay. Does it. everybody know? listening? Yes. <laughs> yes, does <they> everybody <laughs> know listening at home? Listen to this. Okay. So this gorgeous woman that I'm opposite, she met her husband at school when she was 13. Mm-hmm. They dated, may I say, mm-hmm. three days. Yeah. Then they had a break. It's very Rachel and Ross is, going it? on. It's yeah. modern. It's British Rachel and Ross. And then you went out for a year. Yes. And then he sort of went and did some research elsewhere yeah. for git. And so did I. So we did share. you, which yeah. is important. Yeah. Yeah. And then they came back together. 18. Yeah. Yeah, 20 she, years she, Her eyes are sparkling <laughs> every time he's mentioned. It's so nice. Oh, bless
0: you. Can you remember finding out you were pregnant with her? Yeah. I just did one of those
2: tests. <laughs>
0: <gasps> That's it.
2: Did that you have was... any symptoms or anything? I was just, I felt like hungover. Oh, really? You know, that sort of, like, feeling was that. I thought, what's wrong with me? That. And when you took the test, was there... I was, like, shocked, but actually I was like, wow. Yeah. Because it's only a blessing. And how
0: was the pregnancy?
2: I felt quite sick all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I was one of those, like, really glowing pregnancies. I wasn't. Actually, I think my mother, she came to see me and she went... Jedi, and then she passed me some makeup. And she went, put some on. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you trying to tell me? I was just like, I could not stop eating. I was just like tired and eating all the time. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. And how did it feel heading towards the birth? I was frightened. Were you? Yeah, I think you're out of control. I remember being in the back of a, a black cab, mm. and even everyone's got an opinion. Yep on parenting, it's the most- How you should give birth. Yeah, everyone, I heard so many horror stories and I was like, oh my goodness. Can I tell you this is so sweet, right? The same lady that the midwife, That was with me for Bluebell was the same midwife, Joan, with my son. Oh, my God. Yes. How's it like 10 years later? Yeah. Yeah. So that was really nice. And I still looked like terrified. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what I looked like. You know, in what's that mean? puss in boots? You know, yes. that little cat. I'm like that going, oh.
0: <laughs> How do you try to do anything during your pregnancy to kind of calm those nerves going towards it? No,
2: I, I always done yoga. Yeah. I did yoga before it was like a thing. And so I had that. And with Monty, I looked like a fat sparrow, right? <laughs> like an egg. So it was so different. Like I was quite slim everywhere else, but huge belly and I put my um what do you call it? I think it was my pelvis bone. Yeah. It was slightly out. I was so uncomfortable because it was so it, it was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I did a, bit, a tiny bit of yoga that really helped me. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm really grateful for that. That's good. Yeah. But I'm not one of these kind of like Zen earth mother mothers. I'm not. Oh, I'm, that's not okay. I'm not going to hug a tree and like say, find uh, <laughs> me a water pool. It's just <laughs> not me. <laughs> so, the birth, did you opt for a, like a Sarian or did you? I actually, I had no choice. Oh, really? Yes, on both counts. Bluebell was quite small and Monty was quite big. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, there we go. And
0: how did that feel? Because obviously, having that 10 year gap. Yeah. Because even for me, like I only had a two year gap, but then there was almost the, the apprehension of what had come before. Yeah.
2: Did you do yours naturally? Yeah. I so, see. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I don't. I didn't win an extra medal for it, so. Okay. You know. No, there is no, no. I, that's what I would say to anyone listening. There is no easy way <laughs> no. out. Whatever you also, do. That's major abdominal surgery still. So, you
0: know, I get it's a
2: bad reputation for no reason whatsoever. Um, uh, There is no easy way no. out. That's what I would say. But being pregnant is the one time you feel incredibly out of control. Yeah. You know, and all your armor is taken away from you. Like, so let's just say you are the, we go into work. That's an identity. Yeah. Okay. So towards the end, you're not working. And then, okay, you might be like, hey, I'm wearing my kind of clothing. And then that's gone. Mm. You know, and that kind of sex appeal, gone. Suddenly you're Earth Mother with a big belly. And actually this is going to happen whether you like it or not. Yeah. And pretty much you don't have a lot of control over it. So you have a little bit, but not as much as you think. Yeah. And that's what I really learned, which is, you know, quite challenging if one is quite controlling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. quite controlling. Well. You've said over the years about not even the media's view of your body, but your body has been something that has been talked about a lot. Yeah. Like in terms of weight and various things. And, And I wonder actually during pregnancy you have to kind of, lean into
2: that you've got you to lean into the it. confidence of leaning into it yeah actually which is quite nice isn't it mm. you feel, can feel like the queen I think yeah. enjoy it when yeah. someone gives you the seat on the train it's a very different vibe though once you've
0: got the baby I think <sighs> so true you're the most annoying person on that tube carriage. Oh my god! Baby. I've
2: been on an aeroplane. <laughs> I have been that person, like, and I was lucky enough to be in, you know, up ahead, right? Yeah. But they're normally working, and they need to sleep. they have paid for that seat because they need to sleep. And I'm up ahead for that reason too. But I remember Monty. <gasps> oh my god! I was that person with the baby. What did you do? I was just walking up and down the. I felt so horrible. I felt so horrible.
0: But don't you have a thing? So whenever I see a mother on a plane now or on a train or anything like that, I always make sure now that I go over and I just go. You're doing a great job. Yeah, I do. Just because I think when you're in it, it feels like the whole plane is looking at you and you're keeping everyone up. And actually, you're probably not. Like You've been doing doing the headphones for a reason. You are doing the best you can. You have as much right to travel to wherever you're going as anyone else. Although
2: you can get flights now that no children allowed. Can you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, they should be on them. All right. So we're going to have to borrow yeah, anymore. Yeah, there you go. That's fair. That's
0: fair. No, it's true. Everyone's doing the best they can. Yeah. That's so true. The other thing that's different, I guess, with Monty compared to your time with Bluebell, which you have also talked about, is the fact that with Bluebell, you were largely a single parent and mm-hmm. doing things on your own.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Whereas when you and Christian had Monty, that's a very different yeah. setup. I've experienced
2: God. both, and I can tell you that, yeah. I had my mum to help me. Yeah. Blue. So I'm very grateful. And her granddad is gorgeous. Yeah. And so it was a fantastic role model for her. Mm. And he takes her to football, which is amazing. (laughs) Um, And I think, you know, they both have their blessings and challenges. Yeah. Being a single parent mother, you don't have to answer to anyone, but it's all on you. Yeah. And that can be quite stressful Mm -hmm. and. You have to be a responsible. All the responsibilities are on you in every way. Yeah. Um, broad shoulders are needed. And sometimes it's lonely. I think. Yeah. So I've experienced that. And then, you know, having the blessing of having a lovely husband or partner, which I've experienced. That's amazing. So it's not all on you. But then you've got to compromise. Yeah. And you might have, you know, we're all different in the way we think things should be done. So learning to be a team Yeah. Which has been a challenge for me.
0: Well, and you've both had experiences of parenting before parenting your own child together. So that kind of informs the. Yeah, I think. And also
2: how you've been parented yourself. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's going to influence everything. Mm. And I think, you know, between two people, you can find balance actually. Yeah. Like I'm miss safety conscious, I am so safety conscious. I am that woman that says, you know, you can make sure that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just put put a helmet on when you walk down the street. Not as bad as that, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, I am that. Is it different
0: with Monty compared to Bluebell? Like, yeah, are they totally different kids I you, in that way?
2: But I tell you what, it is with. Bluebell, when she was little, like, you know, that toddler zone, you know, when they just hurt themselves like anyone would. Do you know what I mean? She ran into a piano, she hurt her finger, and it's just little accidents that are just awful. Yeah. Right. And so I really just don't want that to happen again. It's just really, it's a lot. Yeah. Anyone that's experienced it's not very nice.
0: No. So how's that going though? Because, you know, I've got three boys, and I know all boys are different, but there is just no way that I can wrap them up in cotton wool No, you can't, you can't, you can't
2: can't. Monty actually is more into like the engineering side I'm basically his Lego assistant That's nice Yeah, if I showed you what he did with Lego, it's quite impressive and so all I do is the colour coding you know, he gets the manual out and I'm just there he's Lego bitch (laughs) I just swore but basically, yeah, I do that which is quite therapeutic. And I'm loving a bit of Lego.
0: Yeah, I do. Like I it. love when they say, "Can we sit down and do that?" In lockdown, yeah. I built this whole big roller
2: coaster set. And come uh, on, did you, you do it from instruction or yeah. imagination? No instructions. Yeah, it's nice. Mm. Yeah, it's something very
0: therapeutic. Yeah, it's about really it.
2: nice. Really nice. Yeah, so. it's a nice activity to do. Yeah, together. It's, it's so nice. So
0: he's not running around the garden then and running in. Oh, well, he things.
2: does a, He does run around the garden, but I'm quite pleased when he's you know building things. Yeah. That's my experience. Bluebell was always very creative. I was taking her to like pottery shops, and in that sense, or she was performing, doing her little shows. Yeah. And Monty, he's very much into engineering, and but he's still, you know, running around the garden with his friends. Yeah. So, can you remember what it was like meeting
0: them both for the first time? But the, the love that I felt was it instant? Because obviously, that's something that people really worry about. That yeah. Point. The
2: love I felt was overwhelming. Really. Actually. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing actually.
0: I don't think anything can compare you for that. Yeah. That feel of a newborn as well. They don't feel like what you think they're going to feel like. Yeah. You never really. How would you describe that? I would say quite alien to start with, then quite bird like. You know what I mean? (laughs) The actual feel of
2: their bodies. Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Because you never actually meet. A fresh newborn. You know what I mean? Not in everyday life. You go and see someone. Yeah. Might be 24 hours old, you know, and they change so much within that first 24 hours.
2: Yes, they do. Yeah, seeing the baby come out, you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And mentally, that's such a big shift. Kind of yeah. going, you were in there, but now you're in my arms.
2: Yeah. Did you get flooded with this sense of
0: responsibility?
2: Absolutely. I feel like you feel like that as soon as you're pregnant. Yeah. Someone said that to me. Like, you're a mother as soon as you're pregnant. Yeah. You start worrying. I, I would say worry. Yeah, care. Yeah. Has that worry, like, just stayed with you? Goes through different chapters. Do you know what I mean? The, the challenge just changes. Yeah. I mean, so I would say to anyone that has an older daughter or son... I just actually said it to Bluebell this morning. It's like I call them toddler adults Mm. because they're almost just learning again a new set. You know, they're learning to drive. They're learning to, you know, be out in the world. I mean, I compare it to my behaviour when I was that age. (laughs) I think that's what we're all scared of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think kids generally are probably a bit more smarter than I don't know, a bit more responsible. But it's just a different set of challenges, isn't
0: it? As they get older, I do think you're constantly navigating.
2: Yeah, I've never cracked it. No, you know, I guaranteed we are not going to be perfect here. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm just always learning. Mm-hmm. What I've tried to do is have um, a very open discussion. Yeah. Rather than okay, this is was my way of doing it. Rather than a naughty chair, I had a thinking chair. Yes, like that. Oh, we're going to talk about this and what Mm -hmm. do you think about it? And the same with Monty, I don't, I do tell him off occasionally, but it's more about, let's sit down and talk about it. Do you know what I mean? He's like a little old man in a boy's body. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, right. I know more than you. (laughs) Really? Yeah. He looks at me like, yeah, okay. Nice try.
0: (laughs) And I wonder if actually seeing sort of, You know, 16 year old with the five year old, it's that thing of seeing where they are in life. And actually, you've lived that. You've lived Monty's experience in a way. Yeah. And actually, there's this whole other world that's the unknown, the going off. Oh, you can
2: project your own, like, fears and your own. Yeah. It's so easily happened. Mm. But I do think, like, okay, so you've got three sons. Yeah. Okay. So I've had a girl and a boy. But I was just thinking, no wonder. Men are the way they are. Really? It's my fault. (laughs) I take your responsibility the way I am, my son. No, no wonder they've had mothers gushing with love and adoration. Do
0: you think that's a cultural
2: thing, though, as well? Do you think your mum was like that with yeah. your mother? Yeah, 100%. I have a Spanish mother is my son. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, not, I'm the same. No wonder they all think they're the, like, you know, is it a bad thing? But do you know what I mean? That They think they're the top of the heap. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, my God, I suddenly get I was like, oh, God. Did you have things in your head
0: this time around that you were like, okay, now with Monty, we're going to do this. We're going to do it slightly different
2: to how I did it with Bluebird. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what I learned differently was about swimming. Right. I took Monty to the swimming pool to the local baths. Really early. I, I was in those baby classes, you They're know, really, t- like dunking yeah, yeah. him in. Yeah. And so he's very, very confident in the water. Because mm-hmm. I learned that I could have been done better yeah. than that. But that was one of the major things.
0: Yeah.
2: It's always a worry whenever you see any water. Yeah, I can't. Oh my God. It doesn't matter what.
0: Yeah. No. And I think we've, a lot of us would have been in those situations where you're there. With them in water, and all of a sudden, you've realized that there's a split second, and it's hideous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
0: What about in terms of things like sleeping or, you know, i have the ability, things you're like, right, no, this time, he's not going to be in our bed and then just kind of go, meh.
2: I always had it so that they slept in their own room. Yeah. A little bit. I learned about the sort of learning to self-soothe. Yeah. Allow that. But Monty did not sleep. <laughs> but, oh, my God. <laughs> I tried everything. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. And can I just say, if anyone's asked me, are you still singing? And I say, yeah. For the last six years, I sing every night. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? We've got this routine. (laughs) You don't want to stray from the routine. No, he's about it. He wants it. So I'm like, okay. He gets one song every night. What do you sing? It's this song actually from one of my solo albums called Love is the Only Light oh he always wants that song and if i'm away i have to facetime and do the song or record it yeah i have to do three books every night and they're getting longer and longer (laughs) and i have to do the song
0: so how long It's getting bedtime 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 is (laughs) getting
2: longer and longer it's
0: like our show it's
2: a whole it's a whole thing how long are you spending probably an hour yeah, I mean, it's yeah. easily done, though. But by the yeah. time you've
0: gone upstairs... Brush and he always wants caliper. an extra snack.
2: I have to go back downstairs. Get another- <laughs> so I, ended up, I, get, I end up joining him. <laughs> have a little snack in the bed.
0: <laughs> <sighs> I also
2: wonder if sometimes it's about enjoying those moments but because they the, are so fleeting. That's the other thing. I tell you what, that is the difference. I understand now, and perhaps this is being an older mother, that... You know, I'm really cherishing yeah. these times because I know they're going to be gone like that.
0: Do you think part of it is also being a single mum to Bluebell and the fact that
2: you knew, like career-wise, you just had to keep keep going pushing and keep keep, keep yes, going? Yeah, absolutely. But I think you just sort of reflect the importance of, yeah, um, you know, we all doing our best, but to be able to sort of be in the moment, yeah, and that's a challenge in anybody's life to be present, right here, right now, and not to stray into like oh, I've got to be somewhere I've got to you know so I try once he's in bed then I'll go back and do some more work yeah but I'll go back to writing book really yeah so is that your schedule now writing in the
0: day and then writing yeah I as
2: soon as they've gone to school then at the moment I'm not writing I'm doing promotion for the book and yeah the, and my second book's in the oven I handed it over just in time I <laughs> do you know what I learned from my husband is have goals have deadlines because otherwise you can just drift 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 so I set goals and I'd booked in the time of the editor yeah and so it's quite stressful yeah I'd work from nine to probably about 12 and have to have a break because I felt mentally exhausted and if I was editing the book, I'd do it first thing in the morning because your brain is fresh. Yeah. And then maybe I'd get up in the night and like creep off from my husband going, where are you going? <laughs> um, but, you know, what he said to me, like, because this is before he understood, you know, that I was an author. Yeah. People um, became like, where are you going? But I'd disappear for hours in this shed. <laughs> going, Boy, it's like there's another person in my life. Yeah, and it's Rosie Frost. It, it, it yeah. is that though, they become isn't it? real, don't they? Absolutely. Because my agent at the time, he told me to get rid of Charlie. Right? No, exactly. Why would you do that? I know. That's what I was like. No, I love Charlie. Yeah. he's. I really interesting about asking people to prefer Jackson or Charlie. Oh, that's you've created something really great there. You, you see yeah, what I did? Yes, it's absolutely. like the two boys that yeah. you're going to get attached to. Actually, this is the age that you make. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it, totally is. it is. Yeah. It's possible. So you just never know who you never knows. know. She's 13. And it's just that when you start getting busted yeah. by you feel awkward. Yeah. You don't know. And they feel a bit icky. Yeah. And you're thinking, what the hell is this? Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's Jackson and Charlie. Yeah. So ja- who di- So Jackson's for anyone. Jackson, what he's like God. the good guy. Yeah. He's just straight, but he does cry. Do you notice I wanted characters that your boys mm-hmm. will go, boys do cry, but you're still sort of like boys, boy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, out there. Yeah. But, you know, he does cry. Yeah. 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 And then there is Jackson, who's like really cool. He looks like he's out of a boy band. Yeah. And he's, like, reciting Oscar Wilde, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. You just think it's so these cool. these quotes, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Who who would you... I think I was more drawn to Charlie. Yeah. I, I thought think... Jackson was too cool for me. Yeah. In terms of my personality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd never be interested in me, so I'm going for Charlie. Charlie's your yeah. safe guy. Yeah. The good guy, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Talking of relationships, yeah. uh, I know you said earlier about your mum and dad sort of divorcing when you were younger, and, you know, that mine did as well. Has that made you think about you and Christian? Because I think it's very easy when kids come into the mix. Like me and Tom had the conversation the other day, how we feel like we're coexisting sometimes in our house. Yeah. But I think when you do come from parents who have split, it does make you kind of go, actually, we need to make sure that we're not just giving each other the scraps. We need to make sure that... We're focused on each other in some way. Yeah,
2: absolutely. But and also, I'm and it's hard. It's really yeah. hard. You know, I, I've been many times told put your marriage first, and because that is the foundation of your family, mm. right? Which is hard. So to try and sort of create that time for you both, because what I realise is, you know, beyond love, you actually really like being. You have a laugh together. Yeah. So to create that time for you two when you're not just you're not just doing the logistical doing the, stuff. Yeah. You've got to be here. You've got to you be know, this. Yeah, exactly. it's actually having that time to just. Yeah, it's really, I think it's, it's important, but sometimes, you know, it's life, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, especially when you've got such busy careers as well.
2: Yeah, you have to go for quality, not quantity, isn't it?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I am perfectly happy if we are watching a box set and our toes touch on the sofa.
2: Oh, I love that. <laughs> See, I love you. <laughs> Nothing too. more bit of toe-touching. I'm toe happy. Toe-touching. Yeah. And how what about the remote? Who gets to decide? <laughs> oh, we're both
0: really, really indecisive. So I think we're both just relieved when someone actually picks.
2: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, what have you watched lately? Uh, together, oh, what did we just watch? Oh, my gosh. You're So Not Coming to My Bar Mitzvah, which was so funny and hilarious. That's not a box set. That's an Adam okay. Sandler film. Okay. Loads of fun. But we started watching documentaries about things that we would never be able to do, like Free Solo, which is about... Free climbing. Oh,
2: really? Yeah, well, people climb without ropes and stuff. What do you think makes them do that? (sighs) I've got no idea. Watch lots of Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. But then I wonder
0: if that's actually... People could say that about any walk. Around. Yeah. Like with you and Tom, what makes you two want to go out and stand in yeah. front of thousands of people? You know, you what, know what makes Formula One drivers it's want to get so that interesting. car? And-
2: yeah. So yesterday I met this girl and she was gorgeous and she does book reviews and she runs her own social media site. Right. And she told me that her mother trains people to jump out of airplanes. She's a free falling, jumping out of airplanes. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like, again, that's just an example. Some people, you know, just want that feeling of-
0: Do you feel like, so when I was younger, I always said my biggest fear in life is fear like I never wanted to let fear in so I wanted to do the abseil I wanted to do the climb I okay. wanted to
2: jump out of a plane whereas there's something about motherhood that makes you go no that's so true okay I've definitely been a speed free 100% yeah. and there was a moment okay so I was skiing right so I've always got kind of, yeah go for it go for it and I was on top of this mountain and I remember the thought and I thought do you know what just be careful, you're a mother. Mm-hmm. I actually had that thought. And I, it just slowed me down just a little bit, the consideration. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not going to do things, but I'm definitely going to be a, a little bit more thoughtful about my actions because I think part of me goes, you have a responsibility. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To those children to be stay alive as long as possible.
0: Yeah. That's what Absolutely. I want to do. I think there's a reason why that fear that's mother nature. Yeah. Smart. It's meant to slow you down. It's meant to slow you down, 100%. If you could
2: write a letter on motherhood, who would it be to and what would you say? I probably would write to my own mother Mm. and say thank you because I know that she did the best she could. You know, not easy. Yeah. That's all. I'd keep it simple. I love that. Yeah. Because it says so much. Yeah, it does. Not easy, is it? No. So I think, you know, and we're all, we're in a generation that's much more, you know, we've got podcasts to listen to, we're sharing, you know, yours is about honesty and, mm. you know, it's unairbrushed. Whereas generationally, if you look back, they didn't have that dialogue to be able to say, oh my God, how do I do this? Yeah. You know, it was a different time. So
0: funny. So I talked to my mum in the past about it because I think we can't compare. The times, because although we have the support, we've also got a very different set of judgments. One hundred percent is unfair to judge thing it, isn't it? Where we're kind of told we can have it all, but actually, that always comes at a cost.
2: Do you know what I mean? We can't. I think have it's, it's a it setup. All. I think yes. it's a, no, we can't. Well, I still want to think I can. <laughs> oh but you know what I mean. You're yeah, always kind absolutely. of
0: going. I can give you this, but at what cost? Yeah. At what, what cost to me? At what cost? To- yeah. You're
2: going to have to get up at six a.m. and be spit spot. Yeah. If you want to get your like, you know, the, yeah. If you want to still be a have a career and still be a present mother. Exactly. And that. you're going to have to, you know, shop for your relationship. Yeah. You know. But then to not have that support network in the same way. Yeah. I can't imagine what that I would think, be like. I think, you know, just learning from others that have walked before. Another friend that comes to me, she said to me, you know, sometimes when you're working, you're working. Okay. And that's okay. And, you know, when you're being a mum, you're being a mum. Yeah. But it goes back, I guess, to that thing you
0: were saying about being present. If being, we can be, be present, present in, in whatever we decided to yeah. do in that moment. Yeah. Rather than allowing our yeah. thoughts to go
2: here and there. Yeah. And what I like about being a mother is that, you know, when I'm reading with my son, mm. like he likes books that maybe I would never have picked up. Yeah. And like so I've learned massively about the Titanic. Massively. I took him to the Titanic Museum in Belfast. It's amazing. Yeah. And engineering. <laughs> I can name six books brands of tractors because of him (laughs) i just he's he's taken me down another route that i would never have done yeah so they wake you up and take you into different things
0: and it's about following i think you have to follow the things that they're interested in i think so often you kind of well you're musical your children must be musical that's what we get all the time but actually you can't force interests on people you simply can't nope we end the podcast with you completing three sentences. Yeah. The first one is being a mum means...
2: Tiredness. <laughs> is that honest? You said you wanted an yes. honest part. Yes. <laughs> happy. <laughs> no,
0: you're fine. Let's stick with tiredness. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Since having children, I...
2: am a bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy when... I get more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my children; they're amazing. And that's uh, it's okay to that say that you would like a little bit more sleep. I've just would like a tiny. I'm nicer. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. But then, right? Do you know what I say to myself? Because right, he comes running in and and he, and he goes, "Come on, mummy!" And then I think, "Do you know what? This is so precious, and this yeah. is so such a gift." Mm. I'm like, "Do you know what this?" get up and go, come on, let's go. And I think, actually, from the years of being
0: a mum, that get up and go when they're up, that has saved me. Because the years that I was always resisting the getting up, it feels like you're constantly being woken up by this child repeatedly coming in, going, no, come out now, come out now, come out. And that does something to your head. Whereas if, when you hear a child,
2: you're like, and I'm up. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Embrace the day. Invite the day in. Yeah, absolutely. That joy of, like, that curiosity yeah that optimism mm-hmm. letting the sunlight the spirit in yeah you know that's wonderful mm-hmm. that they sort of refresh reset your life i think yeah that, which is really nice i love that yeah. jerry thank you so much thank you so much it's been a, been a delight thank you very much and thank you so much for taking the time to read my book oh, i've absolutely I really loved re- it i can't wait for the next one like genuinely cannot wait oh thank you so much you know that there's music in it too no okay so is there going to be a QR code? Yeah, it's going to be a QR code. So I've been writing music, and I just put two like songs on it, and you just scan it, and it's yours.
0: That's so good! Oh, go. I, I can't wait to find that. Thank you very much. We have something very exciting to talk about today. Happy mum, happy baby. Well, we are. Expanding! We're only releasing our very first record. Yes, Move Over McFly, Move Over Tom Fletcher. It's all about Happy Mum, Happy Baby. We're going into music, people! We have teamed up with Decca Records and LifeScore to build a one stop shop for quality, trustworthy, educational music for baby, toddler, and parent. Music is such a massive part of our family, and I'm so thrilled with what we've created. I can't wait. For you to hear it. Now it's worth saying that all the sounds on the album they are played by real instruments and they feature real nature sounds. There is nothing processed. It is all organic and all of the music aims to be enjoyable listening experience for both the child and the parent. No plonky plonky piano. It's all just beautiful musicians with their instruments honestly it's a joy to listen to we all know the number one rule for getting your little one to sleep is to stick to a trusted routine and my hope with this album is that our creation can be a part of that and make bedtime an easier transition for all the ultimate baby sleep album is here and it encompasses three parts of baby sleep and it runs in three sections wind down going to sleep and staying asleep, running seamlessly from top to bottom for the ultimate baby sleep experience. And each section lasts around 30 minutes. So let's delve into each section and tell you what they're about. The wind down is a perfect calming music for bath time and any other pre-bed activity. This encourages special bonding time between parent and baby to prepare sleep. The melodies I've chosen to feature within the music have a very special place within my own experience of sleep routine. I loved singing little ditties or little lullabies and, and this, it's just got that lovely, gentle, melodic feeling to it. The melodies can be easily hummed by parents to capture the bonding power of a parent's voice. And actually, as you listen to the music, you might even catch a few melodies of some traditional classics that were just They just fill my heart with such love. The next section we have is called Going to Sleep. How we created this was so interesting and I absolutely loved the recording process to kind of really feel that breath actually of the musicians as they were playing. It also features natural sounds and it entwines the lullabies from the previous wind-down to encourage baby to nod off at their own pace and in a relaxed state of mind. Those two sections, they kind of work together and they build we've found that this is the ideal transition for baby to acknowledge that it is now time to go to sleep. And then the next section, the final section, is during sleep or staying asleep. I like to call it staying asleep because that's the dream, people. But it provides 30 minutes of natural and environmental white noise derived from nature sounds. And then actually this leads into an additional nine and a half hours of natural white noise for babies to prefer continuous white noise Once asleep. No waking up in the middle of the night to press a little button on the sheep. Not anymore. There's been so much thought and love poured into these tracks. We've gone through so many different versions. I've pulled on the music that I love, that makes me feel nice and calm. And together with Life Score and Decca Records, we've really created something that I feel is really magical. I played it to my kids, they love it. I'm so thrilled. (laughs) Can you imagine they didn't? And actually, I have to say that even as an adult, sitting at my desk and listening to different versions, I have often fallen asleep in the best way, in a very contented way. Some might call it work, some might call it a nice little nap. Either way, I loved it and it was all because of this album. With 12 hours of continuous music to help your baby sleep through the night, we are so proud to introduce you to Happy Mum, Happy Baby, The Sleep Album. I can't wait for you to hear it. And then for you to tell me how you're getting on.
1: Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter.